Hey friends, it's Heather Brooker. Welcome to episode 74 of Motherhood in Hollywood. I am so pumped about today's guest. It's Glozell. That's right. The one, the only YouTube sensation, Glozell. She has so much great information to give us about how, why she decided to start making YouTube videos, how it's transformed her entire life and career, and also her journey through IVF, which she's been sharing on Awestruck on YouTube. And you guys, you're going to love this interview with Glozell. It's very inspirational. Lots of good stuff in here. But before we get started, I want to tell you guys a little more about our sponsor. That's Olin Organic. It was founded by a couple of moms who used to work in the fashion industry when they realized they knew more about wine and food than they did about the clothes they were putting on their kids. What they do is they use 100% certified organic cotton, which is way better for the baby and the environment. And this is cool. All the fabrics are free of bleach, silicone, formaldehyde, plastic inks, chemical flame retardants. All of those are common chemicals that are found in traditional baby clothes. So if you want to put your child in something that is natural, organic, and sustainable, yet stylish, you definitely want to check out out olinorganic.com. If you go there and you find the things that you want to buy, like they've got onesies, jammies, baby bibs, all kinds of beautiful clothes, then go to the checkout, type in M-I-H-10, and that will get you a discount, 10% off from Motherhood in Hollywood and Olin Organic. Olinorganic.com. That's where you need to go to get your baby into sustainable and stylish clothes. Come on, mama. Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. She's not a perfect mom, but she can play one on TV. Hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hey, friends and lovers. How are you? How have you been? What's up? I've missed you. Um, It's Heather with Motherhood in Hollywood. It's episode 74, and I've got a huge guest today, Glozell. If you have not heard of Glozell, this is going to be a very enlightening interview for you. If you are already a fan of Glozell, this will also be a very enlightening interview for you. We're talking about where her uh, career essentially started, why she started doing YouTube videos. If you don't know, she has millions of followers on YouTube and on Instagram, Twitter. She is a social media icon, megastar. And in my opinion, one of the first of, of, you know, sort of leading the trend pioneers, if you will, of social media and using it as a platform, uh, for a career. There are so many people now who aspire to do what Glozell has done, gone viral, make a living off of their social media presence. And that's exactly what she's done. So we're going to talk to her today about where it all began, why she decided to do it and her latest journey, which is, going through IVF and oh, the emotional gut-wrenching process that is for any mom or for anybody who knows someone who's gone through IVF. It is really, um, it is a challenge. It is emotionally draining, physically draining. It's hard. And I've had several friends who've gone through it and it's hard to watch that happen. So she shares with us her journey about why she decided to do that and her surrogate. She's a surrogate. 
uh, all very fascinating. It's a great interview. Um, if I do say so myself, what a bragging on myself. I hope you guys had a good Thanksgiving. What did you do? Did you eat turkey? Did you decorate your Christmas tree? We decided this year to go out to eat, which was nice. We went over to Fleming's here in LA because I did not feel like cooking or cleaning anything. So we went out to eat and I have to say it was pretty nice. Like I wasn't scrubbing out the bird and like pulling out its guts like I usually do. And, you know, because where I'm from, from Oklahoma, we um, take the turkey neck and you make it into giblets and gravy and, all, you know, all that stuff. So I just it was nice to not do that this year. It was nice to just sit down and have somebody bring you all of the lovely turkey and accoutrements. And uh, it was a really great way to spend the holiday. And then we went and saw Moana. And that was a really good movie. It was not, I I did not think it was as good as Frozen. But maybe I need to see it a few more times because I don't know, you know, some of my mom friends are like, oh, it was the best movie ever. And, you know, I don't know. So uh, it was fun. It was a really fun day, a really relaxing day. And then we decorated our Christmas tree on Friday and got out all the ornaments. And Channing's at the age now where she's getting Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Like she gets it. She knows there's presents coming. She knows someone named Santa is coming. Um, she was so helpful with the tree and all the decorations. And it was just really just a great day, a great weekend. And um, with everything that's going on in the world, it was kind of nice to just have a little bit of a reprieve. I don't know how you guys felt. I mean, I know there's still all that crazy shit that's happening, but it was just really nice to have just a moment to go, okay, this is what it's all about. It's all about family. It's all about uh, our traditions. It's all about our loved ones. Um, and that's what really matters, you know. So I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. I did. If you would please take a minute to find me over on the Twitter at MIH Podcast. I like to tweet funny and ridiculous things at you. Also, I'm on Instagram. My Instagram is, uh, there's totally Instagram partying over there at Motherhood in Hollywood. And on Facebook, Motherhood in Hollywood uh, as well. Search Motherhood in Hollywood for both of those. I want to give a couple of mom mentions to my new followers on Twitter. I want to say hello to uh at Darcy Venz. Thank you so much, Darcy, for following me and saying the nice things. I also want to say hello to Jen Blushy. She is uh one of my friends and uh recently let me know that she's actually listening to the show. She's like, you're pretty good. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> I've done I've done 74 of these episodes. I'm glad my friends are listening. Um, I, w- <laughs> I want to say to my fellow podcaster, hey, Angry Old Man Podcast, who doesn't want to listen to that. Um, also, uh, I am Jeff Emerson. Looks like he's an author. And Hungry Trucker, AB. Thanks for following me over on Twitter, you guys. I appreciate you. And if you would please take a minute to subscribe to motherhoodinhollywood.com. No, don't subscribe to my, wait, you can subscribe to my website if you want. I forgot about that. Yeah, you can subscribe to my website. Subscribe to my podcast is what I'm trying to say over on the iTunes. And also if you listen on Stitcher, you can subscribe there as well. Please make sure you leave a message. No, don't leave a message. What am I saying, you guys? I swear I'm not drunk. Leave a review. (laughs) leave a review for me, please. It is really the only way I can tell if you guys are enjoying the show. 
Um, if you if you have guest requests, you can tweet at me or Facebook me. If you have suggestions or ideas, I'd love to hear them. Just uh, take a minute. My goal would be to be like Glozell, you guys, and have my podcast be listened to by millions of people. Do you think we can do it? Maybe. Maybe. I'm working on it. She's she set a pretty high bar for us. So, okay, I want to let uh, I want to wrap up the uh, mommy monologue here and get right to the interview with Gozelle. You guys are going to be inspired by her. You're going to laugh and I hope get a different perspective on this YouTube star and see what her life is like uh, as a mom. I am absolutely thrilled on the show today, you guys, because I have the one and only Glozell. Hi, welcome, Mama. Hello, Miss Glozell. Is you okay? Is you good? Because I want to know. I'm so excited. It's so wonderful to hear you call me Mama. I know. Like, oh my goodness, it took so long to get here, and it's so exciting. Well, you have had quite a journey, and first of all, congratulations. We'll start with that first. How are you feeling? Are you tired? You know what? I am tired. It is such a good tire because, uh, yeah, yeah, with a baby, uh, she is three months. Ozell is her name. She doesn't like to sleep at night. You know, she that's her turn up time around nine thirty p.m. until about six a.m. So I'm like, uh, what? So she's. What's the biggest thing that surprised you so far about this, uh, about having a little tiny one, a little baby in your house? What's been the biggest surprise for you? One of the biggest, well, a couple of them. One, uh, they have some lungs on them. Like, they're they're pretty loud. (laughs) Yeah, they are. I'm kind of impressed. And, you know, I'm like, okay, all right, you're loud. And two, the lack of sleep, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, that I want to go to sleep. Mm -hmm. It's all about her. And I'm like, okay. And um, third, People were telling me that instincts would kick in kind of a thing. And it's true because yes. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm reading books to make sure I, you know, my sister's over, everyone's in place. And I'm getting, I've definitely got the hang of it. So that's been great. That's so wonderful to hear. And I'll tell you, you're not alone. There's a lot of moms who are like, we don't know what we're doing. We're just kind of figuring it out as we go. I read books. I read blog posts. Yes. Uh, I still have no idea. My kid is three and a half. <laughs> And I still have no idea what I'm doing. I think she's catching on to me. She's like, hey, I don't think you know what you're doing, mom. Um, So I want to talk a little bit about your journey to motherhood because you've chronicled it on Awestruck TV. And it's been such a powerful and fascinating story to watch. Um, Tell me a little bit about why you went through a surrogate uh, and why you decided to document it with Awestruck. First of all, I just have to... um compliment awestruck for being what you know just having the insight of going okay this is a story that's going to reach a lot of people not knowing the income not knowing the outcome Mm -hmm. and just went for it i was like okay if they they want to follow it i honestly didn't think that the journey was going to take so long so i was like oh okay uh i talk about everything i'll just post like okay i'm having some problems i'll go to the doctor they'll give me some pills i heard of clomid Mm because i googled it and they'll give me some of that, and then I'll probably have, like, triplets or something. like. And I'll be good. First time out. No problem. The first doctor was like, uh, no, you know, your age. 
The second one was like, oh, no, I think you might have cysts. I'm not sure. Or fibroids. I'm not positive. Let's do this test, that test. And each time you go in, you feel vulnerable. And I, it's not like you're a regular doctor. You didn't know the person. And you're going by what someone else says or Yelp reviews. You're doing your best. Whatever's closest to you, however you can get it done. And then you're going to another person. Then I went to a third one. Mm-hmm. And so I post on Facebook. and going, well, I'm just letting you know that I'm on my third doctor. They're just... You know, saying I'm a little old and too old for this and maybe endometriosis. And they've just been trying to figure out what's going on. And someone, one of my Facebook friends, like, um, you know that I'm in this field. Her name is Wendy Wilson Miller. She's like, I'm with Gifted Journeys and I know a few doctors. So I went to another one. And he said, well, you know, let's try it. And I said, thank you. I said, Lord. He said, try that. That was my opening. I'm like, it's going to work because after going to one doctor, two doctors, three doctors. Now I feel like I know why I went to all those doctors, because so many women have come up to me and told me their story and like, oh, OK, so I, I the doctor said no. I'm like, well, I heard no, not only once, not only twice, three times. And then the fourth one I got, uh, well, let's try. Mm-hmm. So I I'm able to encourage others through that story. I think that's amazing. And I think it's incredibly relatable to so many women, millions of women. And I think that's why everybody is following your story so closely. Uh, you know, I have my own personal friends who have been through similar experiences and I love that you've been so honest with everything. Is there ever, has there ever been a point where you have said, Oh, maybe I don't want to share this. Like this is too personal or you have hesitation because you're, your whole personality, everything about you is so open. Has there ever been a time where you're like, oh, I just want to keep this to myself? Well, I I didn't think it was going to go on so far. And then I did not take in consideration, oh, my husband and other people coming up to him about this. Because my videos have always been out there. Mm-hmm. But people like, oh, I feel so sorry for you and that kind of a thing. And then not knowing if it actually was going to happen. And it seemed like so long. Right. Like, it, t- it took years from trying to find the right doctor to um, getting the eggs. Cause at one point I had a surrogate and I didn't have the eggs. So I was like, Oh my goodness. I really love this woman, Shauna. She was really great. We got along and now I have to have eggs to give her or she's going to end up with another um, person. You know? So <laughs> This, I was like, and time wasn't on my side. Birthday's coming around. Birthday's coming. I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. So I ended up doing six cycles. Wow. Six cycles of egg retrievals? Uh, yeah. Or six cycles of the, of the fertility treatments? Fertility treatments and five um, egg retrievals. One, they stopped because, actually, I'm on my eighth one because I'm trying again. Uh, one, they stopped at that point because their eggs were too small. Mm. And so you're trying again for uh, a second baby? Yes, uh, I'm trying for siblings. Yeah. For Ozell, and people are like, "Gosh, she's not even one." But I don't. You don't know how long it's gonna take, and they they do stop at a point. You know, yeah. I still age out, and also my surrogate might age out also. 
And how are you feeling then with, because that seems like a tremendous amount of pressure. You've got all of this um, fame on YouTube and all the people following you on Awestruck. I'm just going to lay out all the pressure for you in case you haven't thought about it. I just, I just realized I'm saying all this. So like everybody is sort of watching you, you know, go through all of this. Uh, and you, as you said, time is on your, is, is up against the clock. I'm about to be the big four O in a couple of weeks. And all I could think about is, Oh, my life is over. I might as well just pack it up. I'm done. Joking. <laughs> so I can, you know, it, it's, I know the pressure of the clock certainly, uh, is probably weighing heavily on your heart. So how are you dealing with all of that? Are you just sort of like venting on your social channels and well, I'm a pretty positive person, and I'm considered a success because I do have a child, a healthy, mm-hmm. happy child. And I I just think that now is the time. I, if I'm able to do it, I'm going to keep trying. And I want to tell everybody out there, there's going to be people who are not going to be in your corner. Some people who feel like they're helping you by telling you, you know, you, I don't want you to go through that. And... You know, if God wanted you to have kids, you wouldn't have to go through all of this. It would just happen naturally kind of a thing. So I just want to encourage all those people because I've heard it before and I hear it now. And then hear like, oh, you already have one kid. Now you're just being greedy at this point. What? Who said that to you? There's so many, Because I'm open. Oh my you God. give me their phone number. This is ridiculous. Right. <laughs> I'm the queen of block and delete. And I'm the queen of I was going to, yeah, I was going to ask you how you handle the trolls. Cause I know, and we're going to talk about trolls in a second too, Oh, but we're going to, uh, how do you handle the trolls? Cause I know you, because you put yourself out there so much online and every, it seems like everybody on YouTube and who hides behind their computer screen feels very brave, um, to, to say mean things. How do you handle that? I, what, what's encouraging is when, I get the stories from someone who's like, oh, I'm trying, or it was successful for me, and I'm, thank you for putting the story out there. And I feel like since I put the story out there, other people have come forward that's in the celebrity world. So I'm really happy about that because it seemed to be like a secret. I'm like, how are these people over 40 and everybody having kids? And, you know, <laughs> I know. And everybody's back to two pounds and all. I'm like, um, something's going on there. I don't, is that really your egg? Are you, are you using a surrogate kind of a thing? So women uh, who are 45 and suddenly having twins, um, everybody should be suspicious of that. <laughs> yeah, just It's okay if you said, you, cause you'll be helping someone else. Cause other people might go, oh, okay, I guess I just don't have that kind of genes. And another thing, a lot of people think that, oh, I'm, I don't eat meat and I was and exercising and I drink my mm-hmm. green juices. Biology is biology. You know, it's just, they, when I was going through my first, when I went to my first doctor, he's like, you should have frozen your eggs at 20. Who's thinking about that at 20? Who is? Yeah, nobody is. No, and, and um, I'm, you have to ask yourself, can women have it all? You, you know, I want to wait till I have a decent career and you're in the right relationship. So now I'm married and here I am. That, was, that came later. Yeah. And so I had never gone to the doctor before. I was never sick. So I really didn't think it was an issue. And then Holly Berry had a kid over 40 and everyone's telling me about, oh, so-and-so. And kids are like, J-Lo. And you're just like, well, I don't know what they did. And I don't, I don't know if their lives, I don't know how that happened. But this is what's going on with me. I feel like that's something that's pretty typical of a lot of women in the entertainment industry. They, they wait because they're waiting for something to happen in their career to get to a certain level of success 
financial comfortability. Um, I know especially a lot of actor friends of mine have kind of been waiting for that moment to come before they start their family. And my thing is, has like, cause I was that person too. And then I realized that may never happen. <laughs> I need to like, just have this baby or I may never, I may miss my window. There was a time growing up where you're like, oh, you have to make sure that you're married and then you have your kids. Mm -hmm. And then honestly, there was people who had kids out of wedlock. I'm looking like, well, you had your kids. You know, I might not even get that chance because I'm trying to do this particular protocol, you know, but you have to do what feels right for you. And there's so many different ways to have babies and there's so many different ways that families are formed. Um, I love what you said, too, about some of the celebrity moms in particular who are... um, maybe not quite as forthright as they should be or could be with how they're getting pregnant, especially in their late forties. Uh, it's incredibly rare. Janet Jackson. Yeah. I, I mean, Janet, come on. <laughs> like she needs to, her. I'm like, okay. I mean, I don't know if she froze her eggs. I'm just saying it would be nice if we do. Yeah. People are not 50 years old having kids. So it'd be nice, but if, you know, do you so. think that that's because that there is a shame attached to it or a sense of failure somehow as a woman or that we, we think about ourselves if we can't, you know, uh, do what's expected. It's shame. A hundred percent is shame because you think, well, goodness, any woman can have a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're working and I got my career, got my house, I got my car just right, got the nice purse, I got this and that. And you're like, what anybody can do, I, now all of a sudden I can't do because, oh my gosh, I can't believe I actually waited too long. I, and you, you feel embarrassed, you're ashamed, you're just like, this is crazy, I never thought that. And, and you just have to make that stuff and go to the doctor. You just get some help. I didn't know I was supposed to be embarrassed. I, I, I didn't know. So I'm posting like, I, this is what's, uh, this is what I'm going through. And fortunately, awestruck, um, saw the opportunity and they're like, you know, this is, you're already sharing the story. Let's share it on a bigger platform. I'm like, oh, okay. And then when we got this eggs and the surrogate, I'm like, wow, I wonder if she's going to go along with it. And fortunately she did because all of everything was filmed. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm glad that you were able to find a surrogate that you got along with and that you were able to work with uh, and uh, you guys had a connection. Color, because that was a whole nother thing because I I am African-American and she's about as white as white can get. (laughs) I was saying, I just thought, thank you. That that was it. When you're in my position, you, you thank you. It's not like, oh, you know what? I need to wait and find someone that looks like me. No. That didn't bother you at all? That wasn't a consideration? And... And she thought, well, I hope that she doesn't mind that I'm white. I'm like, I, I doesn't bother me at all. But people didn't understand. They thought, oh, okay, Glozo, you want a white kid, or it's really her child, or I mean, people don't understand how different how it works. Exactly right. And then there was a time that I was kind of, I was scared for her because she's carrying a black child. That uh-huh. you know, there's a lot of um, racist people out there. Yeah. Fortunately, she was received with love in her town. You know, cause it's very interesting when I go to our town and I'm the only black person around and it's her and we're just kind of walking around people like, I think that's the girl from the internet and the other person <laughs> and they're trying to figure out, oh, she's a lesbian. Okay. I didn't know <laughs> and we're like, okay. Obviously that's the next logical step is that she's a, she's a lesbian. Um, yeah, no, I wondered about that. I wondered how you came to that conclusion about a white surrogate, if it even was, you know, a factor in your decision or if you felt any heat about that. So that's interesting to hear you say that. I got the heat, but I didn't, I didn't feel the heat. I I just thought, thank you. Yeah. 
And in this day and time, we we didn't have to preach or show anything about unity and love. It was it was there. You can see every time you see our pictures of Shauna, myself, and the baby, and us. Anytime it's like we were strangers. Mm-hmm. Now is Shauna going to carry your next baby? Is that the that hope? Goal, yes, yes. So she's excited to do that again, and I'm hoping. Um, I'm like I said. I, my uh, egg retrieval is supposed to be this Tuesday coming oh up. My in goodness. Two days. So, giving myself shots. You are knee deep in hormone shots right now, huh? Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? Uh, you feel bloated and hopeful because I'm going okay. Uh, I was just told today that, that I only have five good eggs, you know, and from the time you take them out, they could be destroyed from just the process of taking them out. From the process of fertilizing them, something can happen. From the process, because every time you tamper with them, so the process of also freezing, they could damage. Unfreezing can damage. Inserting and implanting inside Shauna could damage. And I only have five. Before, I I would have like 10, 15, and they'll dwindle down. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. I, I only need one to make it all the way to the end. Only need one. And how open with this uh, second round are you going to be? Is Ostrak going to follow you through this second one too? As much as they want to. Yeah. As much as they want to. Uh, if people are still interested, and uh, I, I think so. Um, I want to talk a little bit about your rise to fame, your conquering of the internet, if you will, uh, on the YouTube. Uh, I remember very distinctly about five or six years ago, I was in an acting class here in LA and the acting teacher showed us some of your videos. And his reason for doing that was he was like, you got to get on social media. You have got to have a presence on YouTube. You have got to start um, building a brand for yourself because Hollywood is not going to come knocking on your door unless you don't. And then he said, look at, look at Glozell. She is being herself. She is being funny. She is capturing people's attention by, by putting herself out there. And we were all of course, cracking up laughing at your, <laughs> at your videos, but also there was a lot of people who were like, Oh, well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, tr- I'm an actor and you know, that kind of thing. And I'm like, okay, you continue to be an actor in your one bedroom, tiny apartment where you can't afford to buy bill, buy your food or anything like that. I'm like, meantime, there's people who are seeing the progression of the future of the industry and jumping on top of it. So, I- Go on and on about the people who called me stupid and dumb and what are you doing. And I put it like this. Every idea you have is stupid and dumb until you start making money Mm -hmm. or the president calls you to come interview him. I'm just saying. Yep. No, I'm a genius. Now, oh, that's my my niece. Oh, I went to school with her. (laughs) Everybody comes out and goes, no, no, I've been a fan of hers from the beginning. From the beginning. (laughs) Okay. And also, I have a degree in musical theater. So people uh, from the University of Florida, go Gators, people were like um, so embarrassed. They're like, oh my, you went, I can't believe that you're wasting your degree and you're acting like a fool and now I'm celebrated. Yes. And I'm, I'm thankful for the internet. It, it took time for everybody to realize, oh, wait a minute, those people are becoming famous. They're, they're making their own brands. They're making money. Oh, oh, okay. Let's pay attention to that. Um, I was one of the original ones way yeah, back then. Well, I think it's very smart. It, sh- it was very smart of you to jump on something and really become a trendsetter in what is what everybody now is hoping and praying they can do, which is going viral, 
which is getting millions of people to watch their video and subscribe to their content and that sort of thing. You were definitely one of the pioneers in that. And that's why I bring that up about my classes because our teacher, who was also very smart in that way, was like, um, this woman is doing it right. You watch her in a few years from now and she's going to be huge. So even more, you know, even more. So um, I I think that's really amazing that you kind of – do you ever get shade from actors? Like I know you mentioned your your friends from the um, uh, University of Florida. Are Uh, they ever like, well, you're not a real actor? Or do you ever feel like any snobbery there from the acting community? I do feel some snobbery from the – from some of my classmates from back in the day because I'm still Facebook friends with them. You can see the stuff that they don't click on. I mean, I'm everywhere. You can't say you haven't seen it. (laughs) So, you know, bless them. It's all good. And and University of Florida, they have a list of famous actors and famous people that that graduated from the school. It's me. Mm -hmm. Me and Buddy Epson. So... (laughs) They just have a picture of you both in the lobby. Like, this is it. (laughs) Step it up for it. I think that's that's great. That's so funny. Um, So do you still do um, or do you want to do more performing and acting, things like that? I know you just voiced um, the grandmother, Justin Timberlake's character's grandmother in Trolls. Very funny. I'm so excited. You can't tell me nothing. (laughs) I am Justin Timberlake's grandma, Rosa Puff, in the blockbuster movie Trolls. It is so cute. It's adorable. And what's so exciting is that, you know, some people would think like, oh, I'm putting off um, motherhood because it'll mess up my career and blah, blah, blah. And this is just expanded. Like, I'm so excited to watch this movie with Ozzy one day when she's old enough to watch it. Like, this is great. So I'm enjoying the space with the younger kids. It is so cute. We were at the um, party a few weeks ago uh, that DreamWorks Animation threw, and it was just such a cute movie. My daughter was enraptured the whole time. And, uh, yeah, I was so – what was that experience like for you? Did you just go in the recording booth and lay down some tracks? It was very interesting. I went in the recording booth, and it was just a few lines. Because, you know, some people are like, you know, if we have a YouTuber there, then we have an online presence also. And no problem. I went in, and I – I loved a few lines, and I didn't know if they were going to make it, but I was excited because I know it was a small part. But it is such a pinnacle part in the movie, and I got a chance to interview Justin Timberlake, and I'll just, I just want you to know, he says, I know, you're my grandma. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my it's, it's like um, a dream come true when you – even though I'm older than Justin, I, I, I grew up watching him. Uh, yeah. So he's he's been around for so long, and it's, it's just amazing. And he's a great guy. He's and just I, so handsome. He seems like he would be so friendly and so, like, down to earth. And I never want that image to be shattered. So please tell that, me that's what he was. <laughs> it was the hardest thing ever to interview him because he's so good looking. <laughs> that's he's, a tough problem to have. I was like, oh, my goodness. How am I supposed to talk to him? I mean, he just sat there. I'm like... Ain't no lie, baby. <laughs> I would just want him to dance. I just want him to dance and sing to me. That's all. Just like he a sexy bag, and he—it <laughs> was right there in the chair. And I was like, mm, mm. <laughs> "See, you at the family reunion, baby." Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Um, so, what other acting uh, avenues do you want to get into next? Do you want to do more scripted television? Is that something you uh, want to venture into, or more animated things? 
really, really, really enjoy the internet because I can set my own hours. I do what I want. Like, mm-hmm. and, but I have grown up. I was brought up watching television. I really love TV. So a sitcom would be what I would aspire to do and not let go of my internet because that's, that's how I, I have my audience and not let go of that. But, and I also enjoy voiceover because there's something I could do. I am a parent now. So voiceover is, is great. And you know, you could, I don't have to have my weave on. I can just go ahead and, and say the lines and everything and and something that's working for a working mother that's good and that is honestly what motherhood in hollywood is all about my podcast is so i can sit in my sweatpants and not have to oh i'm here can you hear me oh yes i can hear you that's what Motherhood in Hollywood is all about. So I can just sort of sit in my sweatpants with no makeup on yeah. and interview people and be comfortable. That's great. That, that, that's, the, that's the life. That's the and life. I think I've, I've been in the business on the internet long enough that, um, you know, everybody's seen the green lips by now. People know me when they see me. And I'm looking forward to more things on the internet and branching out because uh, Trolls was amazing. So anything like that, especially this day and time, anything that's happy and fun, I'm an optimistic person, and that's what I want to be involved in. Do you think that there is an an advantage to um, your YouTube um, stardom, if you will, in terms of getting cast and things like that? Are producers seeking you out and going, we know that Glozelle has an instant audience and an instant promotional tool for us. Do you see that not just for you, but a trend for other YouTubers, other internet stars? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. When you go to an audition, don't think that they don't Google it. They want to know how many followers you have mm-hmm. on your Snapchat, on your Instagram, on your fan pages, on anything for not just YouTubers, anybody, because they want to know if you're coming with the audience. And hey, that that's why I'm cast. And then the goal is to be so good, like, oh, we casting her in a few lines here and there because she brought our audience. But to, to really be good and professional enough, because I do have the background in stand-up, in Growlings, in the University of Florida, Go Gators, to, to expand. So I want to do that. I have the chops, the background. And now, because of the internet, I have the opportunity. But that's for everybody. Whether you have a degree in theater or not, you, people want to know, what are you coming with? And fortunately or unfortunately, people are upset about that because they're like, oh, I'm such a great actor, but you know, you have no social presence. You know, that's what it's about right now. Yeah, it's not like even 10 or 20 years ago where you could just go to a really good acting school and, you know, and yeah, I I feel like definitely now the industry is moving away from that. And some people fight it and some people, you know, like you said, get mad about it. But you either have to go with the flow drivers, you know, or or Uber drivers, you know, they're actors and I can't stand that. They asked me, I've got, I've been in the car so many times. Can't stand that. They asked me how many followers I have. I'm like, Oh, here we go. Oh my gosh. What do they say? What are they trying to get? Like, uh, something from you? Do you feel like people are always trying to get something from you? Like, Oh, it's Gozelle. Like she can hook me up. Right. And they like, here's my stuff. Can you share it? That kind of a thing. I'm like, this took, a while and it's not just something that just share because you asked me to share it like this is my livelihood yeah and and i've been with 
I have my friends in the internet world and we have been here together when nobody thought we were anything, when nobody even cared about the internet. And now, you know, there's Netflix shows and Broadway shows and we're expanding now and books and it's, it's amazing. So, um, so you know the value of what you have, like, you yes. know, the value of what you're bringing to the table. Cause I have friends too, that have gotten upset with me before. Cause I won't post something on Instagram or retweet something, you know, or whatever. And I am nowhere near as successful and powerful as you are in the industry. So I can only imagine how many people you get are hitting you up for stuff all the time, all the time, day and night, <laughs> strangers and not strangers. Like, can you just, can you just, I'm starting this business. Can you just, yeah. well, you know, th this is literally my life, <laughs> you know, less sweat and tears. Yes. <laughs> kind of a thing. And how much is Ozell going to be involved in the future of Glozell and your empire? Is she, are we going to see her grow up over the years on your YouTube channel on Awestruck? Or are we going yes, to, uh, 100%. uh, people, she has her own Instagram that uh -huh. I, and she's got a, uh, what? 133,000 followers right now. And, um, so, that way I'm not overly flooding my Instagram with pictures of her. Yeah. Yeah. So she has her own and hopefully soon she'll be added with her siblings on there. And I, I think a hundred percent because this, this is what I do and I don't mind sharing other people share their kids. And so I can monitor it and it's fun. It's easy as light. Yeah. Well, I know there's a, a sort of, um, I don't know. I've heard some people, you know, I post pictures of my daughter too a lot, but you know, I, sometimes I get paid and sometimes I don't. And there's, uh, I've heard quite a few times like, Oh, you're just selling your kid on the internet. Um, and I look at it like, well, I would post pictures of her anyway, <laughs> you know, regardless of whether or not I'm getting paid. Um, do people ever say things like that to you? Oh, you're selling out or you're selling yourself or. Well, they've already said that to me like, Oh, I'm like, well, you're on the page, so obviously you want to look. So yeah. that troll, that, those kind of trolls and those kind of comments, they just don't get to me anymore. I just block, delete. You know, you keep watching. You know, just keep watching and see what happens. It's all good. Well, I'm excited to see what is next for you. And I know usually I end my show with telling everybody where they can find you, but I don't think I need to do that. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, I mean, I've, I mean, I still will. I'll put all the information about Glozell up on motherhoodinhollywood.com. But if you don't know where to find her, where have you been? What have you been doing? Please find me at Glozell on Instagram, Glozell on YouTube. Just type in Glozell and subscribe and follow. You can find me anywhere. I'm everywhere. Everywhere. Well, thank you again for being a guest on my show. I'm so excited to see what's next uh, for you and Ozell and hopefully second baby, brother, sister. Yes, and I'll be back on your show then. Oh, I'd be so honored. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, everybody. Remember, you can find me at MIH Podcast on Twitter, Motherhood in Hollywood on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on YouTube. Search Motherhood in Hollywood. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my show. I hope you have a wonderful week. Remember, I'm not a perfect mom, but I can play one on TV. Bye. Mama funny. Balls. <laughs>